Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. Today's gospel reveals to us a rather different version of the Annunciation and the birth of Jesus Christ. It's the incarnation told from Joseph's perspective, from Matthew's perspective, his gospel. And as I was reflecting on it, it revealed to me that we can gain a very deep reflection, not only on the birth of Christ, the incarnation, but a very deeper meaning of Joseph's vocation, of our vocations as husbands, wives, fathers, and mothers. I was reflecting on the word in the very beginning of this gospel that says Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man. What does that mean? And so I went back even to the root origin of the word in the Hebrew, because righteous is mentioned very often in the Old Testament. And in the Hebrew, being righteous isn't just about being pure or holy or very pious and religious. The origin of the Hebrew word has more of an earthy meaning of being really who you say you are. Integrity, honesty, authenticity. And for Jews, being righteous meant if you call yourself a um, disciple of Moses or a follower of Moses of the chosen people, you follow Moses' law fully, precisely, with all your heart, mind, and soul. For us as Christians, it may be more akin to living up to who we say we are as followers of Christ, living up to the dignity of our baptism, being made in the image and likeness of God. Joseph today, I think, reveals several important things about righteousness, even before the angel speaks to him. First of all, we know he's a good and righteous Jew, so he knows that Mary's situation, being pregnant before they were married, is scandalous. The assumption is that adultery has, someone has committed adultery. But he also knows, he goes beyond that. And I would say, as a good Jew, beyond even society's view of righteousness to how God would approach that situation. He knows Mary's situation is dire and could end in stoning, even death, because of that teaching in the law. So he also treats Mary with dignity and respect. He decides to take a middle ground to, yes, follow the law, but also help and save Mary. He decides to quietly divorce her in secret. He took responsibility for both himself and her. I think he anticipated or got what Jesus had said later in his ministry, that God is both just and merciful, a lawgiver and a forgiver. Joseph internalized God's word. Then, after deciding that, then and only then is when God sweeps in with his angel and gives Joseph this new message that Joseph has been chosen to participate in something new, the greatest mystery ever revealed by God, that God was about to humble himself and become a man through Mary's child. And so what's Joseph's new role, this righteous Jewish man? 
It gives us instruction and an idea and a reflection today on our vocations as husbands and wives and fathers and mothers. First, what does the angel tell to Joseph? Do not be afraid. Yes, there are changes coming. You're going to be responsible for something very great. In fact, I would say Joseph is just as responsible for the incarnation, for the life of Jesus, as Mary was, even though she gave him life through the Holy Spirit. And that the angel said is basically, God is with you, Joseph. Your life plan is about to be tossed out the window. So take Mary as your wife. Take responsibility in spite of the scandal, in spite of this great cost and the great sacrifice that will be required. And secondly, the angel says, give this child a name from God, Jesus, which means God will save his people. In other words, Joseph takes on the responsibility just as much as Mary of a vocation, a calling to follow God's word in being a father to Jesus. The reflection for us is that, um, yes, we know in our vocations as fathers, husbands, we are called to um, make sacrifices, to love, you know, to give of ourselves. But there's something more than that that Joseph was called to. Heroic sacrifice, unexpected sacrifice. As I said, getting rid of his plan and just following the plan of his family. Women are called to bring new life into the world and to make sacrifices of their own, to love, to nurture, to feed their children, and to care for them on a very intimate level. Men are called, like Joseph, to sacrifice all other opportunities, all other plans for their family, to lay down their lives for another. That's the definition of love. The message for men today is not that we don't love children or family, we don't make sacrifices. I wonder the reason why marriages fail, one of the reasons, and why families have such difficulties, is sometimes men are not taking the full responsibility, the heroic responsibility, to allow their lives to be completely changed and altered by God in favor of their family and children. Righteousness isn't about being right winning arguments or being correct all the time. It's not about distribution of wealth or rights. It isn't about being especially holy or pious. Righteousness is about taking responsibility for doing what is good in a mature and merciful and dignified way. Choosing to take responsibility even when your plan, what you thought you wanted to do, is no longer even on the table. My own father was definitely not perfect in many ways. And as we grew older, we, we know the weaknesses and shortcomings of our parents. And my mom and dad argued at times, just like every parents do, everyone's parents. But never once can I remember, when I was young, my father ever saying, I want this, or this is what I want to do, or I want to buy that. It was always, what do you want? What do the kids want? What can we afford for the family today? Totally giving up all his plans, all his desires for the good of his children. And women, as I said, already get that. They know it sort of comes natural with giving birth to children that their lives are no longer their own, that for that time of raising children, 
they're, um, they're totally living for and through their children. I think sometimes men need to be shaken up to realize this. That bringing a, being a good husband or a good father isn't just about bringing home a paycheck and then disappearing in the basement or on the golf course all weekend or watching videos. A good, host, a good husband allows his life plan to change, allows his life to incarnate and make present the father's love to his wife and children, to give birth to Christ for the family, which, as we know from the life and ministry of Christ, means, means revealing God's nature as both uh, the source of responsibility, but also mercy and love, and to give children their name, their dignity, to show how to grow into honest and mature adults. Too many dads run away from this, leaving most of the responsibility on their wives. Or sometimes wives can be a bit overbearing and unwilling to trust their husbands to fulfill this role. All of us as disciples need to accept our vocation and give each other room to take responsibility and to change and to live up to what God is calling us to. The depth of each of our vocations is experienced in righteousness, gentle responsibility, and allowing our lives our opinions, our goals to be changed. That's basically what St. Paul is saying in the second reading today. He said he was called as an apostle, like a father to his disciples, to show them the obedience of Christ, to show them who Christ was and how Christ fulfilled his vocation of laying down his life for us. So this Christmas, all of us are called, but particularly dads, fathers, husbands, are called to look again at allowing our lives to be changed, to allow Christ to be born in us, to take responsibility in a middle way, not to the extreme of being totally passive and not to the extreme of being rigid and controlling, to find a way to open your heart first to God's word and then let it change you and let, to enable you to take responsibility for those you have promised and give a cov- given a covenant to care for. And above all this Christmas, let us reflect and remember men and women, wives and husbands, mothers and fathers, to be present to our families, to be really there and connected and not distant, to let our families know that they come first, no matter what, not our cars, not our smartphones, of course not our jobs, and not our hobbies, to be a Joseph, means to be changed and to go out and experience the depth of a calling, a vocation, to help Christ be born in this difficult world. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.